Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jamison, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion, helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's episode. We're going to chat my buddy Bobby Paddock up in South Carolina. He is a firefighter, a weightlifter, and uh, runs a lawn business. What's up, Bobby? Hey, Paul. What's up? I got to run into you at the Launchpreneur Academy a few weeks ago, and I wanted to get you on the podcast. So you're out there putting out fires, huh? Oh, no. We just changed a bunch of smoke detectors and smoke detector batteries and all that stuff. So you're working today at the fire station. I I am today. We had some schedule changes. Some uh, had to make up for some uh, coverage issues. So it happens. It's all part of the game. So back here today, had a quick moment and appreciate you again. Reach out. Yeah. Now, one attribute of all the firefighters that I know, y'all are in great shape, man. <laughs> Mitchell Gordy's... Uh, Girlfriend Hannah, she's she's in uh, fire services and she's uh, in great shape. Your triceps are busting out of your shirt. So is there like a weight weight room there or what? Most of the things I do here at the firehouse is in our structural gear, and then we do have some weightlifting equipment. But when I'm here, I I make sure I'm in my gear every shift to stay acclimated to the the stress of wearing all the equipment. Wow. So what's your outfit looking like? So we were, well, for the, we have the normal structural firefighter gear. Um, and that could be anywhere from like 50 to a hundred pounds, depending on what you're carrying. So that's a different stress load in itself. And then um, outside of that, it's, you know, just whatever you add on, it's just only going to get harder equipment wise. So definitely need to stay on top of your game. Wow, we I definitely want to talk about uh, fitness and 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 uh, working out and all that stuff. But tell everybody a little bit about your business because you're a dual dual career like uh, my boy Mike Garvey, and I know you've been on his podcast before. But uh, go ahead and share with uh, my audience your story. Yeah, so real quick, I, it's I'm not going to try and go long winded on this. I've been doing it since I was a little kid. My dad did it also. He's also. Uh, He's, he's not retired, but he was a career firefighter as well. So I just started um, helping him push the push mower around, do all that fun stuff. Pretty much, uh, pretty similar to everybody else's story. And decided to follow his footsteps in the fire service, got on, went to the academy, did all that stuff, and then relocated to South Carolina and, uh, started Redline in 20, I think we started it in 2019, 2020, but I got into the green industry and like, I guess you could say officially in 2011 when I was in New York and then uh, we made the transition down here in 16. So we had to sell everything off and start over, which is why there was a little bit of a, a time gap there between moving here and getting Redline started. 
What part of New York are you from? So I'm from central New York. I'm actually from Illion, New York, which is about 10 minutes away from Utica and about 40 minutes away from Syracuse, New York. And how far is that from New York City, the Big Apple? Oh, man, I've probably three and a half hours. Really? Yeah. But New York's a big no, state. Yeah, no, I'm from the real New York, though. You know, we're from, when, when uh, people think of New York, they always think of, well, not always, but I'm sure they think of New York City. There's a whole different side of New York that some people don't even know about. So what's the difference between New York, where you're from, and, and, and the Big Apple? I've never been to New York City. It's on my bucket list. Garvey said he'd take me around up there if I go visit, which I want to. But t- tell me about the middle of New York. Oh, you definitely got to go visit Mike. And um, no, it's just, just the infrastructure is different. You know, it's just uh, more farmland and not as much to do depending on where you are. And Obviously, you don't have all the big skyscrapers and all that stuff. So, pretty simple, but that's about the biggest difference that I would say. Okay. Now, are the people cheer for the Buffalo Bills or the New York Giants, or what's the sports team there in New York? I've always been a Giants fan. Uh, it just depends. It's a, you got the three teams up there, but it just depends on where you're where you're really at. The, the Jets, Giants, and Bills. Jets, Giants, and Bills. And they'll always say, oh, the New Jersey Giants and New Jersey Jets. Well, they are. They're, they're in East, East, East Rutherford, New Jersey, so they're not wrong. But they started in New York, so we'll let it slide. I got you. So you moved down to South Carolina. Uh, how, how often do you do lawn care and what services do you offer uh, with that crazy schedule? So we, I'll service anywhere from three to five days a week, depending on what's going on with my other career. And we offer lawn maintenance, softscape enhancements, leaf cleanup, and we do coordination and overseed. So pretty standard, but we're branching off into more of the softscape end of it. But we also have the lawn maintenance as our bread and butter. I like to know that we have every seven or 10 days, we're going to be mowing a yard and having that income. Is it just you or do you have an employee? So it's my wife and I actually. So we do it together. When she is not taking care of all the other madness, we have two little boys at home. So most of the time she's taking care of them and that's that's a whole job in itself. And when the schedule falls right, she comes out with me and we go out and crush it together. Got I it. try and keep up with her most of the time. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's fun. How many people uh, are? So, go ahead. You go ahead. Sorry, Paul. I was curious how many yards you guys uh, maintenance for the mowing part. So we have about forty accounts. Anywhere from, yeah, we have about forty accounts right now, and that may change this upcoming season. I'm actually looking at potentially taking on a small local business within our area. So that would bring anywhere from another 20 to 40 accounts, depending on how that goes. So I'm looking to double where we're at right now. So be at about 80 and then um, bring on a foreman of some sort, start with one and then have a crew of two 
Now, what do you do if if the foreman or the new crew if they they're not they're not reliable? Because you got your other job. Mitchell Gordy ran into that problem. Good question. So I'm going to do something different. I'm only going to target as of right now. I'm only going to target first responders. So I'm going to target firefighters, police, EMS, um, dispatchers, and that way it can stay true to. Mm -hmm. our mission statement as a business. So that way I can help. That's a pool of people that have a work ethic. So it's not like the guy, guy playing video games in his mom's basement. You know what I mean? Yeah. And (laughs) yeah. And people say, Oh, you start, you know, I started red line firefighter, all that stuff, whatever. Um, It's, it's bigger than that. We started it. When I was actually my wife and I, we were just driving in my truck one day and I was throwing names around and that wasn't the name we had in New York. And I wanted to do something different, but I also wanted to do something I was had a lot of pride for and passionate for. And like I said, in other shows, it, it rolls over into the business so we can maintain that high level of customer service and make sure that we're delivering a high quality product. But it's ultimately just to honor those that have made the ultimate sacrifice in remembering that I never have a lack of discipline to, to, uh, to make sure something gets done or skip out on quality. It just helps maintain that high level of service. Wow. That's so good. Well, for your customers, I'm curious, uh, how big are these yards? What, what, what are you charging? Like, give me a range out of those 40 customers, uh, per maintenance visit. Uh, what what's the lowest price and what's the highest price on on those range of customers? Yeah, so we're anywhere from fifty five to I think we have an account that's almost one eighty, but it's a pretty big pretty big account. It's like two or three acres, and we have one little commercial account. It's a local small business mechanical shop. So we have a a couple acre account and then we have that little commercial account that are pretty good size. And are y'all using a CRM or how, how are you billing those $55 maintenances to up to the buck 81? Yeah, everything's through Yardbook. Okay. So we use Stripe as our payment capture system, which is obviously if you're familiar, it's integrated with Yardbook. I'm I'm a jobber guy. I don't you're you're, you're talking French to me here. I, I use Oh I know. <laughs> I know you're a jobber guy. It's okay. Getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Safe. uh, Green industry podcast. Safe 10%. Yeah, I think 20. I think we got a little little Christmas special going on right now for 20%. Oh, good stuff, man. Hey, as long as you got a CRM, that's that's the main point. Um, Yeah. And then are you charging them the day you do the visit or uh, prepay or what's your billing system? Yeah, so I'll, I'll preset the invoices the day before, and the second I get there before we, and this isn't the case for all of them, but I have some clients I've had for three, four years, and they're great. Uh, all my all my clients are great, and I'm very thankful for that. But just to keep everything easy, so I don't have to do it when I get home, especially when my uh, I see my wife and my two kids want to play. I preset them the day before, show up, head charge, send them the automatic receipt, shut my truck off, hit the stopwatch. Then I get out and get to work. That's great. Well, well, well done. Well, I want to uh, ask you about uh, fitness because you're you're. Uh, I punched your um, 
uh, abs at, at LAL, and I hurt my fan. So you're obviously oh yeah yeah you're you're in a uh, fantastic shape, and I'm a newbie at. Uh, I, I worked out this week Monday, did legs. Wednesday did um, chest and shoulders. Today did a uh, back and core uh, exercise, and so I'm I'm slowly getting into it uh, on a consistent level. But but share with us uh, your workout routine and, and how you stay so uh, in great shape. Yeah, so it, you're going to get me all fired up here, Paul. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Hey guys, Jason Creel here and want to invite you to the fourth annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama, near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets. The early bird ticket pricing is $197, and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night, most of the day Saturday. We're going to feed you dinner, breakfast, and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison's going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hain, the Lawn Care Nut, Caleb Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year that we've done this event, the reviews have been fantastic. So come hang out with us, Springville, Alabama. If you need a ticket and want to register, you need to do so before it sells out because I really think it's going to sell out this year. This is Friday and Saturday, February 23rd and 24th in Springville, Alabama. To get a ticket, go to LawnCareLife.com and click on the link for conference. If you want to earn more money in your business, it may be as simple as raising your prices. Braden used our price increase letter, and what happened? Well, we've actually been in business for 32 years now. My dad started it, and then he handed the reins over to me. And in 32 years, he'd never increased the prices ever. And I knew that we had to make a change, so we actually got your price increase letter, increased the price by 20%, and um, we were doing around a million gross, up that to 1.2, and we had eight cancellations through the entire thing. So we raised our prices through that letter about 200 Say that say that one more time. $200,000 that was sitting on the table that we weren't getting access to just through a letter. So it, it helped us out big time. So do you think the price increase letter uh, provided an ROI for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, beyond is probably the best investment we've made in 32 years. <laughs> that is awesome. You can get the price increase letter at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. It's a plug and play template. You just put in your information, insert date here, insert name here. And in the most straightforward, concise way, it explains to your customer why you're raising their price it made him 200 grand each year and then you're going to raise the price again next year exactly i first focus on the diet make sure the diet's there drink over a gallon of water a day well let me back up a little bit so i did 75 hard in march i finished it in march of 2020 and that definitely redirected me grounded me and saved my life in its own way so I don't have time to get into that right now, but I'm sure on another show or the live show we do, we'll, we'll share that. But that definitely reset me. And that's a, it's a mental toughness program. And I know, uh, I know Jeremiah has done it, but that is definitely something that the second I saw it, I said, I'm doing that. And I started in the kitchen, made sure all that was good. I ate the same thing 
every day, just about. I mix it up. I got a couple of different things I eat, and then my body knows what to expect. That way, I can eliminate any stomach issues or anything like that. Drink over a gallon and a half of water a day. Take clean supplements, all that stuff. So that's the first half. The second half is the strength and conditioning. With that program, you have to work out twice a day, but I still do most of the tasks to this day. I mean, I read a book every day. I mean, listen to a podcast. So uh, I, I mix those up a little bit, but I still work out twice a day and I'm super, I'm, I'm very passionate about this and it, I, I don't call it fitness or anything like that. It's strength and conditioning, but I found out that, and I've been doing this since I was a little kid. So I don't know, probably started working out when I was in fifth or sixth grade for football. But I really started to focus once I did the 75 hard and just really try and fine tune everything. So for me, it's strength and conditioning, but strength, in, in my opinion, strengthening and conditioning is the bare minimum foundation for success in life. There's, there's no, there's no excuses. So how, you know, not going to get into all that, but it's, you're not, you're not doing it for today. You're doing it for the future. Mm, so you don't, great. don't think about right now. Think about a year or two, three, four years down the road. I want to be able to play with my kids. I want to be able to pick them up, throw them around all that stuff. I don't want to be like, Oh, I got to get up out of the chair. You know, I want to be fit. It doesn't matter what your age is. It doesn't matter. And you can say, Oh, you're, you're 28. Well, guess what? I don't care. You have to set the foundation now. So when you're older, you're still fit. My dad is almost six years old. He's running laps around younger kids. And he's still, he's a full-time paramedic instructor. He's already retired from the fire department. He still does it part-time. He's a backseat firefighter. So how are you going to sit there and tell me, whoa, age, I'm, I'm not even going to listen to you. Doesn't, you know, don't have time for that. So you're going to have to reel me in here, Paul. This this is great. Well, let's so, get back. Or go no. Go ahead. Um, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So no. Uh, I know there's a little bit of backstory there, but um, I still work out twice a day. I just do progressive overload. I I don't overcomplicate it. I just do one body part for that day. You're, you're talking to second. a bunch of lawn care guys here. We we, we okay. progressive overload. Let let let's pretend you're talking to a classroom of fifth graders here. Okay, so I'm going to go in and I'm going to do chest. So I'm going to do a bunch of push movements. You know, I'm just going to do bench, dumbbell bench, some flies, and pull-ups. Um, now now I guess we could, we could shift it a little bit. I'm going to talk to that older uh, audience, I guess you could say. So, yeah, no, I do the – I just do one body part, focus on that for the day. And then my second workout is if I'm at the station, I'm in gear. No matter what's going on, I get that gear acclimation, get the heart rate up to about 180, 190, depending on what I'm doing. And the gear has single-handedly changed everything for me. Um, to tie it back to long care, the more, the, more, the more your strength, the better you are, the better your strength and conditioning is, the better you're going to be in your business. I'm not saying go in the gym and just do a bunch of curls and all that stuff. Now, that's fine. Whatever. At least you're there. But if you want to take your business to the next level, minimize your time on site, especially if you're by yourself for those solo guys, you're there alone. No one's coming to help you. You can't be like, 
oh, hey, it's three o'clock. I know it gets dark at five. I have to tarp drag all these leads. Well, guess what? You're going to be like the other night I was out there till dark. Luckily, I had everything at the curb, but I was moving really fast to get that done. And if I wasn't where I'm at right now, that wouldn't happen. And then I got to go explain to the customer, oh, I'll be back tomorrow. Blah, blah, and then they don't want to hear that. Just separate yourself. Be in good shape. Be, be Have your strength and conditioning at a, a high level. When you show up, they're going to look at you and they're going to have even more respect for you, potentially. And they're going to know that you're there to not mess around and give a high level of service. So. Back to the dieting component. Um, You mentioned you have a clean diet. Can you, we had George Powery down in Texas on the program and he, he shared about what he eats. He's, he's got flat abs just ripped and, and, and he, uh, you know, is out in the field running his lawn uh, maintenance business every day in, in Texas. Uh, what what's your diet like? What do you eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, etc.? Yeah, for breakfast, I'll I'll do a I'll do a protein shake. So I I make sure that the protein I take is clean. Don't know that junk or anything. I'll do what what brand protein and what 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 defines clean? So everything I take is Jackal Fuel. Everything from protein to uh, energy drinks to the greens. And they have like vitamin D and a couple other things. But, and I, I found them because I can align with how he is. So he's been a big role model for me. And uh, I definitely stand with what he stands for. So that's the, the company that I, that we use for all of our stuff. My kids take it. So they make kids protein, all that stuff. My wife takes it. My mom, my dad, I think my wife's mom takes it. So it's such really good stuff. But for breakfast, I just I'll do a protein shake, sausage eggs. I do like bacon. But uh, try and stay pretty consistent with the breakfast. Maybe a granola bar or something like that. What, how do you make your eggs? What kind of eggs do you use? So I, we have a little farm in my house. So we have goats, chickens, turkeys. We're getting pigs. We have, um, we have some guineas too. So we, we, we get everything from the house, try to. So we use those farm fresh eggs, go nice over easy and all that good stuff. So um, if I'm not doing that, I'll do like protein pancakes or something like that. Lunch. Whoa, 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 whoa. Protein pancakes. Tell me more. <laughs> Paul, I told you, you have to reel me in. Um, I love pancakes, yeah. but I've been staying away from them because I'm trying to get flat abs, uh, which oh, I man. really, really, really like the way I look in the mirror now. I'm like, man, I'm things are starting to look good. But uh, no, dude, you look I, good. I don't want to go. Thank you. I, I don't want to get all chunky again. So I haven't been eating pancakes, but you're telling me protein pancakes. Tell me more. Oh, yeah. I'll just make protein pancakes with Jocko, the protein powder. So I can get, yeah, is get this a, on Amazon, Jocko protein pancakes? Yeah, they make a, well, it, it's, a, it's a recipe. So you just have to uh, go on one of their social pages or go on Amazon and you can look up how to make their protein pancakes. Get you a quick 20 gram, 20, 40 gram protein pancake. You'll be, you'll be good. Sweet. But Paul, if you're, if, if you're working out at a high level, you don't, you don't have to, I wouldn't be concerned about that. You're going to need that fuel. And especially like in the summer here, that's a whole workout in itself, but 
So the way I look at strength and conditioning is I'm almost, I'm, I'm terrified to not be in a healthy position. I'm terrified to not be where I'm at right now. And I'm not even, I'm, I, I haven't even got started. I'm not even, I don't even consider I'm in good shape or quote unquote, whatever you want to call it. Um, for my job, for the lawn business, for mental, for confidence, all that stuff. But my main thing is, is my, my kids, my wife at home. I don't want to be someone that can't, play with my kids, run with them, do all that stuff that they don't deserve that. They, they deserve so much more and it's, it's irresponsible, unacceptable, unprofessional. If I'm coming home looking like a slob to my kids and what does that do for them? It doesn't, it doesn't portray a good image to them. And I'm not saying if, if you don't look a certain, if you don't look fit, then you're not fit or you're not, your strength and conditioning is high. That's what I'm saying. Are you able to perform with the daily task throughout your day at a high level? That's what I'm saying. That's where I'm going with it. The looks are going to come. But that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about being able to perform. That's fantastic. What about snacks and and things of that nature throughout the day to munch on when you're out in the truck? Uh, do you pack a lunch? Uh, tell us a little bit more about your snacks or whatnot. Yeah, I I know we haven't got past breakfast yet. Um, so yeah, keep going for breakfast. No, I know, I know. I've hey Paul, I I warned you before. Um, no, this is good stuff though. So, but for lunch, I I'll get to snacks in a minute. But for lunch, I keep it simple: chicken and rice or a sub. Keep it nice and simple. Uh, for snacks, it, it varies. I try and do some type of a a protein snack, so like a protein cookie, a Powerball, something like that, or another protein shake. I just can't, or like um, some really clean uh, beef jerky, stuff like that. I just, uh, the, the protein meat sticks from First Form or wherever you get your protein sticks, stuff like that, that's what I do for a snack. I just can't eat other things because I have a sensitive stomach. So I know what works and it's taken me a while to figure that out. And I just don't want to go backwards and have stomach issues from eating chemicals. What about din- dinner? So dinner is dinner's pretty similar. Uh, we do, uh, my wife, I joke with her all the time, but we cook the same few things. We'll do crock pot chicken meals. We'll do, meatball subs and she she's starting to make a lot more things at home too but uh yeah we'll do chicken and rice maybe a steak here and there but there's a there's not it it, it doesn't it doesn't change much from lunch they, they pretty much carry over sometimes i'll eat the same thing twice for lunch and dinner what kind of steaks do you eat oh yeah i go to new york strip okay <laughs> no, I whatever whatever's clean, whatever whatever. Why do they get. call it a New York? Is there is there some history uh, behind that? You no, know, Paul, I don't know. Because you're from New know York, the they don't call that. it the Ohio, uh, the Ohio Strip, or the Iowa Strip, or the Nebraska Strip. It's New York Strip. You know, I should know. I'm I'm uh, letting them down. 
I got to do some homework on that. I'll uh, report back to you. I like the ribeyes. I, I, I like the ribeyes. Yeah. How the fats kind of drizzled through there. It's just, I love ribeyes. Yeah. Yeah, and cook them, cook them in like a cast iron too. Don't cook them on like a, a pan or a pot with all the chemical nonstick stuff. Cook them in a cast iron. Cook them on a blackstone. I saw Mitchell Gordy cooking some crab cakes on his blackstone. That, that's awesome. So, yeah, he, throw that he, on. Throw he, that on one of those, and you'll be good. He was a chef at a five star resort, and he is he's incredible in the kitchen. He's uh made hibachi twice. Uh, I've been there. Yeah, hibachi. And then uh, he's done various breakfasts. Uh, he did a uh, Belgian waffle breakfast. He did a traditional breakfast. He don't play around. No, no, that's no. Everything I've seen him do looks good for sure. Yeah, I enjoy uh, getting to go to Trooper Gordy's house. So, <laughs> well, is there anything we're leaving out here that that you want to address? I know you were telling me off air that you had notes in your in your phone. So, is there anything in your notes that you wanted to share with my my audience? I would just take a good look at what you where you want to see yourself a year or two, three, four years down the road, and what does that mean to you? Once you figure out what that means to you, whether it's where you want to be in your business or strength and conditioning, whatever. Hold yourself accountable. Put some type of a system or plan in place and go after it. Don't don't hold back. If you come up with a good idea, like I've been talking with Paul from Bitchin' Lawns. Sorry, sorry, Paul. I know you don't like uh, swear words. Not, not That's sure his last name. Not, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, you go ahead, Paul. Sorry. No, go ahead. That that's his uh, business name. Yeah, but no, him and I talk all the time. Uh, I do like his name, by the way. I think it's pretty awesome. It's definitely one you you, you can't forget. But him and I come up with ideas with all the time, all the time, and I'm just like, let's just go after it. It's not. And and this was at LAL. If you come up with something, don't wait. Just go. Like we're like, what are you waiting for? I I don't. If where you're at right now is not f- fulfilling you, then make a change. And um, just stay on the path the best you can. That's all I got. Fantastic. Well, thanks for making time out of your day over there at the firehouse. Uh, we will um, be in touch. Are you coming to the any of the events this winter, Lawn Care Life Conference or LCR Summit or anything? They are on my radar. I haven't got tickets yet, but they are definitely. We're, we're trying to go to more and more just to. Uh, experience the the power of networking being around like-minded people and what you get from those is just uh something that's going to set you apart from others for sure it's just like with lal uh, we were talking about it they're like oh where do i go it's the same thing every year it's not it's not the same thing every year each time you go to these conf- these conferences live shows are going to be different just have a positive attitude go there with the mindset of you're going to, you're not going to come away empty handed. And um, I'm sure you'll, you'll come away with at least one nugget. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate your time, sir. And uh, definitely we'll keep each other accountable uh, to, to keep going with the the fitness momentum. And there's a lot of other folks in this industry um, that are trying to get into shape as well. So we're, we definitely 
want our businesses in shape with the profitability and things of that nature and the money part, but we also want our bodies in shape uh, for, like you said, down the road, you can, uh, you don't have to be struggling to get out of a chair, lazy boy chair, but you can, you know, play with your kids and, and Lord willing grandkids one day and, and, and be in great shape when you're uh, 60 years old. Absolutely. I, I, I see it firsthand with my dad and firefighting is probably the most stressful job out there from a work capacity point of view, just because we wear certain things that we have to wear certain things that other professions don't wear. We have to go in environments that no one else goes in. So it's just, uh, it's pretty important for sure. And if, if you have that type of discipline for yourself, it's going to roll into your business. So it's only, it's only uphill from there. It's just a matter of if you're going to put the work in or not for it. Well said. Well, I appreciate your time, Bobby. I'll let you get back to the firehouse. And I will be in touch, my friend. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.